You are listening to the Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about the Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media. Welcome to Season 6, Episode 17 of the Amen Corner. He's Stephen Cook. And he's Brad Rauchat. Hey. What's going on? How are you? What's going on? I have to be a little subdued because we're recording this pretty early in the morning and um, I think we've talked about this before. Mia's asleep in the room next to me. So what are we talking about? I'm afraid of her. Everybody's afraid of their teenage daughters. I'm so scared. (laughs) Please don't make me wake her up. I would like to know if we have listeners who are unafraid of their teenage (laughs) daughters because I think there are fewer of them than there are. I'm uh, so scared. Oh my god! Please. First of all, if you ever walk into Talia's room when yeah. she's sleeping, yeah, oof, <laughs> or walk into her room without knocking, <laughs> I mean, get ready for just vitriol. You know, she can curse, the, and a sailor would blush to use to use a stereotype. Her, I mean, she was just be like. Get the fuck out of my fucking room. I'm asleep. God damn it. What are you doing? It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm whoa. so scared. Teenage, teenagers uh, are fine. I don't want to wake her up. No, don't wake her up. So stop yelling. I'm not. I'm being really stop subdued. Yelling. You're yelling. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes Talia, um, you know, she's like, you're yelling at me. So purposefully, I will... <laughs> Lower my voice, almost a whisper. I'd be like, Talia, we need to talk. You're yelling at me. And then the rest of us kind of look at each other like, what are we, what's going on here? Don't make me laugh too loud. I don't want to wake up. Yeah, seriously. If you laugh, she'll come out and punch you in the head. (laughs) She'll hit you with a shoe. (laughs) She gets so mean. She gets this like look on her face. Yeah, nobody likes to have their, nobody likes to have their sleep messed with. When Talia was, was younger, I remember going into her room to wake her up for school one morning, mm-hmm. going in there and, you know, saying, Talia, Talia. She's like, you ruined my sleep. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that is the point of me coming in to wake you up. By definition, <laughs> I'm going to ruin your sleep. She's like, get out, get out. Yeah, it's a good time with the kids in the morning. <laughs> but it is the weekend, and if they see sunlight, then I guess that's a good thing. Well, yeah, I guess so. But still, I'm really right. scared. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know what happens later. As long as so, you, what's going you, on? As long as you keep your voice down, you'll be all right. <laughs> it's imp- it's impossible for me to keep my voice down. I don't have I to keep the voice true. down. You Gee, don't have. You don't when have I whisper that. sweet nothings to Lauren, she needs to put earplugs in. I mean, that's yeah. really. Did you ever terrible. see? Did you ever see the movie uh, Enough Said with James Gandolfini and Julia Louis-Dreyfus? It was his last movie, actually. Uh I didn't see it. He plays against type, and he's kind of like, not not like a sad dude, but, you know, like a regular person. A regular regular bloke? Yeah, middle-aged person. And he starts dating Julia Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and at one point she realizes that he can't whisper. Like, he doesn't know how to whisper. Same thing. Yeah, they're in like the movie. They're in the movie theater, and he's like talking, and she's like, "Whisper." He's like, "That is a whisper." She's like, it's, it's, it's the same it's thing. Not right? a whisper. It's the it's same thing. It's yeah. absolutely the same thing. It's a. It's a really good movie. It's a really. Uh, 
kind of a nice. Anyway, I wanted to share with you a okay. story about what happened uh, last evening. Okay. So I went to see my fight coach, uh, Mark, fight uh, in in upstate, not upstate, I guess it's Westchester County, it would be uh, Peekskill, which is not far uh-huh. from your old stomping ground. Right, right. Okay, so wait a second. Let's stop. Yeah, yeah. Let's start with fight coach. Right. What is so your you know, fighting, what is your discipline? Well, you know, I've been doing Krav Maga for... Okay, but not maybe not all of our listeners know that you've well, been yeah. doing Krav Maga. So I've, yeah, I, I guess so. Um, so yeah, I've been doing Krav Maga. I think okay. we've talked about it on the show, but you know, who knows if who everybody, knows? If everybody listens all the time. Right. Um, and when the pandemic hit, you know, everything went online right. and uh, some changes happened within the place where I was training. Uh-huh. Long story short, um, one of the trainers who I had been training with uh, left the company to start his own thing. And uh-huh. I, along with a few other students, went along with him. So, I, so he had a fight with the so other he, fight yeah, So he had a fight. No, he, no, no. Okay. He, whatever happened, you know. Like, okay, so you went with this thing. dude. So I went with him. He started his own thing, and I trained with him a few times a week. Um, and he had a fight of his own. Like, so it's I Fight guess. Club. Fight Club night. It's, it is, but it's like an organized thing. I mean, it's uh-huh. like the real – it's not like an underground. I didn't realize there were like – Krav Maga matches. I mean, Krav Maga no, was this developed. isn't Krav Maga. Oh, this it's not Krav Maga. No. Oh, okay. He, uh, I mean, this is more Muay Thai fighting uh-huh. and kickboxing. Okay. So it's not it's not like a Krav Maga. Okay. Um, so th- there are different gyms all across the country that have you know that uh, are clubs right. where they train people for. You know, I'm guessing that this is not professional. It's amateur level uh-huh. fighting. But I guess you can rise through the ranks right. and move in, into the professional level. Okay. But um, so we went to Peekskill last night, which, as mm-hmm. I was saying, is not far from your old stomping grounds in Poughkeepsie. Yep. Um, and we went to the Paramount Theater, right? It's the Paramount Theater in Peekskill. Peekskill, New York. Okay. In Peekskill, New York. And... You know, I'm a little wary of going to a place like this because of, you know, they, they didn't, they did have a vaccination mandate. Okay. Right? Like you but no masks. And masks. Oh, right? they did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, but still, um, if Michelle hears this, she's going to be very upset. Um, there were a lot of people who were not wearing the masks. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And at one point, the ring. Was there also lazy masking? I hate lazy masking. Yeah, under was, the nose. Come on, man. There was less lazy masking. Than I hate lazy no masking. masking at all. I, I want to punch somebody, people who are lazy I, masking. I saw some. Like, who do you, you think I'm stupid? You think I'm stupid? <laughs> there was a woman on the subway on Thursday, I think, who was lazy masking, and you know, it's like your mask is below your nose. Like, <laughs> you're not doing anybody any favors this way <laughs> especially yourself like right. you're not anyway so there was less lazy masking than just no masking right masking. okay and at one point the ring announcer gets up and in between one of the matches and he says you know i hate to do this but if you don't if you all don't put on your masks we're gonna have to stop the card right wow and people started 
booing. And some guy yelled, this is America. And then we're stupid. And then the ring announcer said, and here's where you're going to enjoy. The ring announcer said, let's go, Brandon. Oh, shit. And I was like, oh, my God, I want to leave here so badly. Oh, my God. It was awful. And did people cheer? Yes. When he said, let's go, Brandon? Yes. I mean, not everybody, obviously. Right, but right, were, right. You know, it's in New York. Uh, yeah, but it's kind of, I mean, I don't want to stereotype, but, you know, the demographic mm-hmm. of these places is. It's like when know, we went to Poughkeepsie in October, the only people masking were people on the campus of Vassar College. Right, right. Everybody else was like, why are you there, wearing a mask? Yeah, there were people masking there last night, but certainly I would say most people were. Masked. I have to say, as someone who wore a mask for about 14 hours straight yesterday, I was yeah. like really fucking psyched. Dude, I wore my, I was I was wearing my mask the whole time. And yes, right. it is nice when you're traveling and you are wearing your mask. It's nice to get home and take it off. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, well, yeah. I put on my mask at like eight thirty in the morning because it was I was in Chicago. I was teaching my class at Northwestern and I had to walk to campus, which is like a ten minute walk in the fucking Freezing, freezing cold weather with the wind blowing off the Lake Michigan. Then inside the building, you have to have a mask on and everybody has a mask on. I taught my class all day from 9 to 4.30. Right. Got in the car. I had my mask on. The driver had my mask on and went into the airport and then waited for my flight and then flew. That's like a 14-hour day (sighs) with my mask on. By the time I I got to, I landed at like 10 to 11 at night. I like ran out of the airport to the to the parking garage and I just ripped my mask off. Yeah, I don't blame you. Fucking hey, ah. But like, people can't sit through like how long was the how long was the fight at the Paramount Theater in Peekskill? The fight? It was. Yeah, I mean, how long? You know, it was if you sat from the first fight to the end, the whole card. How long was it? Three hours? Three and a half, four hours. Yeah, that's not that terrible. No, come on, people have endured much worse than that. Yeah, right? was, I mean, I was, flew fourteen hours with a mask on yeah, once. It was bullshit. Bullshit. Uh, but I will say that even though, so the reason that I started telling you right. about this is because before we got on, before we went live with the podcast, we, you and I started to discuss uh, last night's football games, which right. I missed because I went to see this fight. Right. But I want to segue into that because I'm very happy. That Aaron Rodgers and the right. Packers fucking lost. <laughs> so I couldn't get my – I was sitting in – I got upgraded, yay, of course, because it was a late flight. And I was sitting – I couldn't get my TV. It was like an older plane. And so instead of – you know, now they just say use your own device, whatever. But it actually had TVs in the right. back of the seat. I couldn't get mine to play the 49ers – Packers game but the uh-huh. woman it, it wasn't and it wasn't even a full business class and so the woman in front of me she was on the window I was on the aisle she reclined her seat all the way back so I could, and she was watching the game so I watched the game on her oh, TV like, we're, we're looking <laughs> right? I mean I didn't even have to like lean over it was like right in my face oh, and wow. so I was like this is great and so I was watching it and then the plane landed and there was like two minutes left in the game oh god so we were the two of us were like the first two off the plane and we're like, I was like, oh, she must be in a rush to get home too. No, she was rushing to find a TV because yeah. 
And Dulles, you got to walk and then you get to the train and there was a United Airlines guy there and he had a big phone and he was watching it. And she's like, are you watching the game? And I was like, are you watching the game? Because that Four the seconds decided, left. We, yeah. The game we're standing there waiting for the train yeah, yeah. and we saw the, we saw the field, field goal, goal with four seconds left. And I was like, first thing I thought of was like, Aaron Rodgers lost. Yeah. Which is awesome. Which, which is, is awesome. totally awesome. Well, before we talk about Aaron Rodgers for one second, okay. I read that there were only 10 players on the field for the Packers. And the last field goal. Oh, really? That's what I read. Yeah. I, I was so exhausted, dude. I'm like, I, I, I like rolled out of bed, made coffee, and here I am. Yeah. Um, I didn't yeah. read I didn't read anything about the game. Yeah. No, no. So so going back to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He has become like public enemy number one for uh, people like us, let's say. I mean, like, here's the thing. Very talented football player, but like, he there seems to have been this like evolution of Aaron Rodgers like yeah. he was the guy in the in the silly insurance commercials yeah. and now he's just kind of like a total douche he's like he's like Novak Djokovic of the NFL kind of thing like he's actually weird worse, into like weird stuff and I don't know but he's worse because he lied well, about yeah. his vaccination well, status. so I mean basically Djokovic got a fraudulent medical exemption to go and play yeah. at the but it's unclear and whether it, like I like I was like no 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 it's, he was like doubling down on his lies. Yeah, but it wasn't clear whether or not he actually had it. Whereas with Rodgers, he he actively lied to his right. not, I mean, forget about lying to your fans, but he lied to his teammates and he put them at risk. Right? right. Like you're in the locker room with these right. guys. I'm guessing nobody's wearing a mask in there. Right. And yeah. if you have somebody who is who has tested positive and could be uh-huh. uh, you know, contagious, like it's not cool. To put other people at risk, so uh, it's definitely not cool to put other people at risk. So, so yeah, then he has become this like right wing, yep. anti masker, anti vaxer, anti Biden, like really, like, it's just a dickhead. I mean, look, we're all tired of it. And uh, yes, we are all. We're tired all tired of it. of it, and I think you know we're all getting to the point where hopefully we can think about this as truly like the flu, like an endemic type thing. Eventually. But people have to do their part in order to get that. Right, right. I mean, we'll get, if people we'll are vaccinated, it. it becomes endemic. It's it's you, the risk of new dangerous variants are diminished and whatever. But I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, but I'm so sick of this debate and these people. <laughs> you know what? If they want to fucking kill themselves and get sick, I, I mean, I feel bad, but like, I've done my part and I feel like I was talking to, I was talking to one of my colleagues at, at Kellogg yesterday and she was talking about the vaccination rate in Evanston uh-huh. where Northwestern is located versus the vaccination rate in other parts of the Midwest. Right. And she's like, it's bizarre because, and, and, and we live this too. She said, we're heavily vaccinated at the university and in Evanston. Right. Yeah, we're all masked. We have a mask mandate. We have a vaccine yep. mandate to get into. We're doing all the things that we actually really don't need to be doing because of all these other people. And all these other people are not doing what they should be doing because they're not vaccinated. I was like, it's totally perverse. I said, I live in a community. It's the same exact way. We have 85 plus percent fully vaccinated. All the kids are vaccinated. Yeah, We're masked up and eating outside in the middle of the winter and all this nonsense. Which is crazy. 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 We have a reservation tonight. The kids don't have school tomorrow. I don't know why. But we have a reservation Why? tenant. I don't know. There's... Didn't they just have off last Monday for yeah. Martin Luther King Day? Yeah. And it's like Jesus. the end of the quarter. 
whatever. That's ridiculous. Go it's ahead. totally ridiculous. I don't even want to talk about it. They have more random days off. It's bizarre. Anyway, so we're going out to – Lauren made a reservation for like a nice new place to eat dinner. And she's like, oh, I got a, I got a, a reservation in one of the igloos. Oh. <laughs> I was like – Miserable. It's supposed to like kind of snow a little time. I was just like, what the fuck? I'm eating yep, outside in Jan, end of January because of people like Aaron Rodgers or the Let's Go Brandon ring announcer and the lazy maskers and the non-maskers. Like, fuck that. Yeah, we went out for dinner on Thursday. Yeah. And we had, you know, Michelle was pretty insistent that we sit outside. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's been freezing this freezing. week in New York. Freezing. So I got, a, I got a text from my friend who we went out with before dinner like on, on Thursday early in the day yeah. and he wrote any chance you can be talked into dining indoors right <laughs> and I wrote what's in it for me <laughs> and he wrote back not freezing to death <laughs> and you know what that's a winning argument right because I'm, dude, it, I'm putting on I'm putting on like ski stuff tonight it's uh, and th- so we sat inside and let me tell you the restaurant was really crowded. So it was I'd really be, crowded, and I felt kind of sad. Who the hell wants to eat outside when it's fifteen degrees? Out? Well, I mean, <laughs> but, but people still are going to restaurants in yeah. New York. Look, the numbers are going down in New York. I mean, I looked at the numbers here in yeah. Montgomery County. I mean, it was straight up, and now it's coming yeah, straight it's down. Straight There's still down. a lot of cases, but it's coming straight, straight down. Yeah, but still, I mean, even right. if it's coming down, it's still there. Right, right, right. And it was weird, you know, like, oh, yeah, let's just... I've eaten indoors twice in the last week, which is as many times as I've eaten indoors in, like, the previous, like, four or five months. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but I mean, come on, you have super immunity. (laughs) Holy shit! So my nephew, Justin, tested positive for COVID. He was asymptomatic. Yeah. He had to test before going back to Lehigh. And then my sister... Negative PCR test. So there's something about the cook. I mean, and she's like, she's, she's, my sister can be a tough cookie. She made him wear a mask. I was like, are you like giving him his food at the door and like running away and like keeping him in his room? She said, no, but I'm making him wear a mask. All around the house? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he was happy about (laughs) that. She texted me. Yeah. And said she's negative. I was like, I wrote back. I was like, I don't want to jinx it, but maybe Brad's right. She's like, I know. I know. Look, there's no explanation. Right? How is it that your daughters and your wife in your house with you had it and you didn't? There's and no, let me tell you I, something. Lauren and I definitely weren't isolating from each I other. I mean, I would like to see like some sort of study done on like how is it that some people are exposed and get nothing, right? And other people get it. Like, how? What accounts for it? We don't know. I don't know. We don't know. It's possible. Look, I haven't had a PCR test since late December. Is it possible that I had it asymptomatically? I don't know. I'm having a PCR test at the end of this week. I mean, yes, technically, technically it's possible. But right. if everybody else who right. has the same vaccination status as you in the house has it uh, and is exhibiting symptoms of it, right? the odds of you having it and having no symptoms? Right, 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 right. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I know. I'm not an infectious disease specialist, obviously. Aren't we all by now? 
Yeah. Well, so, yeah, I mean, so. a lot of people pretend that they are, <laughs> but I haven't done my own research. I'm <laughs> like all the geniuses out there. I have not looked up online. Do your research. Do your I haven't research. gotten my medical information strictly from Facebook. Right. Um, so yeah, uh, I've got. So it'll be interesting to see what my PCR test reveals on Friday. But I don't think it's going to reveal anything. Well, I don't think it's I was, So I ate in two restaurants. One, I went um, with my research associate and my assistant director for the fellowship program that I run, and we were spaced out. I mean, there were people in the restaurant, but there was no there was no one in the table next to us, and then it was staggered which was pretty good. And then Thursday night in Evanston, oh man, it was so cold. And there's a nice restaurant right next to the hotel where I was staying. I'd eaten there once before. I was, I felt really bad. I was one of three people in the restaurant. There was more staff than there were people. Well, you probably weren't exposed in that place, but. um, No, 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 no. I just, I felt, I mean, it was obviously, it was the case. I mean, it was in the single digits in the Chicago area. And then people are being careful. Um, but I, mean, I had to, I you walked can be in careful and, and still get it. The host, like the last time I had, I had been in there, it, you know, you just had to put on a mask this time. The host, like he stopped me. Yeah. He's like, I was like, he's like, hi, I was like table for one. He's like, hold on. I need to see your ID and your vaccination yeah. status. Well, that's every place. And he like, got in front of me. Like He's like, yeah. you're not getting in this restaurant until it's like that's every place in New York is like that. You cannot get in without that. Yeah, but that doesn't mean don't, you don't, I'm not used to that because we don't. But, that just started in DC, and we don't have that in in Montgomery no, we've County. We've had it for a long time, but that doesn't mean that you can don't walk in there with COVID without knowing right. it, right? That's or right. knowing it even, right? Well, that's the thing. How many people? How many people have tested positive or who? Have it and don't bother to get tested and then just go about their daily lives because right. it's the sniffles. I would guess and so on. that it is a huge zero number. <laughs> huge number. Yeah. Because Americans are assholes. I mean, in general, it's like, oh, do you want to up, you know, if you're if you're feeling a little under the weather and you test positive and you're like, no, I'm good. Like, I don't want to disrupt my life any further. Right. I'm sh- quite sure that there are people who are doing this. Right, everywhere. but like you don't know that the you don't know that the clerk at the grocery store is in immunocompromised in some way. Exactly, right? or the person that you cough when you're outside, cough right? That or like you know the person sitting next to you on the plane, that kind of shit. But people don't give a shit anymore. People don't give a shit. At like all. Barry Weiss went on Bill Maher on Friday night. Yeah, did you hear about this? I no, she basically said what you what you and I were talking about earlier in in the podcast. She's over it, right? Like, she's over COVID. She thinks that the rules that are in place are ridiculous now and that there's, like, the tyranny of these, you know, uh, mask and vaccination rules. And, of right. course, you know, he ate that shit up with a, with a fork and knife. Right. He loves that stuff. But she, you know, it's nice when privileged white people are over it. Right, because they they can afford to be over it. But what right. about the people who can't afford right. to be over it? What it about works the, from home, basically. There are still thousands of people who die every day in America right. from this. Right, right, right. I mean, I she's think, over it, but Barry Weiss is over it, so it's I, over. I, I do think there are things like I'm absolutely think that you know mask mandates and vaccine requirements are absolutely warranted. But at a personal level, like my, I am no longer going to put off things that I want to do. Like 
I'm going skiing with my friends from college. Right. I've put that off for two years. This thing isn't going away. So you, there's my, my risk calculation is different than what it once was. And so I I can't put off the things that I want to do in my life. Well, there are things you can put off and things that you can't, that you no longer Longer want to. Right. But there are things that you can't put off. Right. And then there, I, I don't know. There's still things that you won't be able to do. Right. But for the most part, we should be able to live relatively normally wearing a mask. Right. It right? just sucks. Like I said, I was in it all day yesterday. Yeah, it sucks, but there's nothing stopping you from getting on a plane with a mask, going to a ski resort with a mask, right. hitting the mountain, exactly. taking off your mask, and skiing. I'm more than happy. I'm more than happy to do that if it means that I can exactly. have a normal weekend I mean, with a bunch of old friends exactly. having a good time. And right. if you're and if you're staying with your friends and everybody is vaccinated, I'm not even suggesting that you need to take a test before you go. We're all no, we're all taking a test. We're all taking PCR tests before we go. And then when when we arrive, we're waiting 24 hours. And what there's two dudes who didn't go to Vassar who are going. One of them works for Google. You know, uh-huh. Google handed out all the to all of its employees that the queue, the thing that the NBA has used. It's like it's a home test, but with the sensitivity of a PCR test. Uh-huh. So he's bringing that, and we're all going to do it like forty-eight hours into the trip uh, to to make sure. That, yeah, exactly. Um, look, but yeah, you I mean, take that was precautions, and you should take precautions. But it's time. I mean, to right. tr- figure out how we could how to live, live, how right. to live, right? How right. to travel exactly. again? How not to be stuck? How right. to go out? And, right. It's not foolproof, right. but uh, I really think that as as the uh, Omicron recedes, it's going to be easier. Right. And it's and as we said earlier, the numbers are dropping quickly. Right. So, so the question is, you know, have enough people gotten it? Plus, enough people been vaccinated that this may be what transitions this into the endemic versus. Let's hope pandemic. so. Who would know? But. Well, Let's hope so. Some people have theories, but some people aren't going to. Uh, but many people haven't lived to see that day, <laughs> including Meatloaf. Meatloaf was what seventy four years old. Seventy four years old. Should we call him Mister Loaf or Meat? No, he he, he, he he wanted to be called Meat. Meat, not Mister yeah. Loaf. Not Mister Loaf. Okay, so he so Meat was seventy four, <laughs> but Meat was also unvaccinated and didn't and like said, to wear masks and said that he would rather die than live that way. So guess <laughs> what? His wish. He did get his wish. I mean, you know, we, we always say like, fuck around and find out or, <laughs> or, or my other favorite play stupid games, win stupid prizes. <laughs> like, like that stupid, stupid check singer. Oh my God. She was anti and she like, was happy to get COVID. Her her son and husband were vaccinated, <laughs> exactly. and she refused to get vaccinated because she wanted to develop natural immunity. <laughs> yeah. Well, guess what? She got the virus because she wanted. To, she welcomed the virus, and then the virus said, "Okay, since I'm already here, I'm gonna fucking kill you." And that's in, what happened. She's dead. I was in the middle of something when your text came in about her, and I just started cracking up. But it's not funny. I mean, it's funny. You said it's not play funny. stupid. What was it? Play a stupid game. When, yeah, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. <laughs> and Fuck it, around and find out. Yeah, either one of those works. But, right. But like for their families, they're dead, and they're not coming back. 
Look, here's the thing. Meat was an idiot. Meat was an idiot for not getting vaccinated and not wearing a mask. But how is it that I know the words to so many Meatloaf songs? He was it's huge. not Meatloaf isn't like Van Halen to me. No, but he was there, especially Paradise by the Dashboard Light. When we were kids, that, that album, song, of Hell, I'm, the grooves on that album must have gotten more, worn out in the number of times I played I, that album. I never loved his music. And the only reason that I listen to Paradise by the Dashboard Light Phil is, Rizzuto. Because, is because of Phil Rizzuto. Phil Rizzuto. Right? Because they had this interlude in the song where they cut to Phil the Rizzuto. The famous during, Yankee shortstop and, and, and Yankees announcer. Yeah, doing play-by-play, <laughs> which Phil Rizzuto did Why not Why was there know. baseball in the middle of a song about two Phil teenagers? Rizzuto, about what? teenagers hooking up, and, up. And, going, and going that. all the way. Uh, and Phil Rizzuto, when he recorded oh! had, Phil Rizzuto had no idea <laughs> what he was recording this for until somebody pointed out to him that he was essentially providing play-by-play for a guy and a girl hooking up and a guy going all the way with her. Right. So rounding third. Rounding got, third. I he's think he's going to make side. it. Holy cow, I that think he's going to make, make it. it. <laughs> Stop right there. Yeah. I got a new route now. Yeah. Will you love me? Will you love me forever? Do you need me? Will you never leave me? Yeah. yeah. That was a, such a great song. And it was cheesy as hell. Oh, my God. So cheesy. So cheesy, cheesy. as hell. Well, that's the whole thing behind me. He had that like kind of operatic voice. But he was and cheesy. And it was very dramatic and it was really cheesy. I mean, I posted the... I posted uh, lyrics from uh, bad might have been two out of three, eight bad. Yeah, and it was like ridiculous. The whole thing. I mean, look, do we expect a guy who goes by the name Meatloaf to be anything but a cheese ball? So he was. A, so when he was a little kid, they called him Meat. That was his nickname because he, he was chubby. I guess I don't know. Yeah. And so he, they he, he changed his name legally to Meatloaf. I don't know. It doesn't matter because he's dead now. I'm ch- I'm changing my name to Quesadilla. I mean, like, what the fuck? I think Gefiltefish is more Gefiltefish. Just call me Gefiltefish. Which is a fish loaf, technically. So. Right, exactly. Just call me fish loaf. Can we call you Stephen Fish Loaf? Like it's like no, a, just call me native, fish. Like a Native American <laughs> name, like Stephen Fish Loaf. Oh snap! <laughs> You just offended someone. No, I didn't. Okay. I mean, we always offend someone. It's always. Um, if somebody's not offended, we haven't just done call me fi- Just call me Mr. Fish. <laughs> fish? Should I call you Fish or Fish but Loaf? Or before, Loaf? when we got on, the, we got on the, the, the subject of Meatloaf because of your Fight Club. And yeah. Meatloaf in Fight Club. He was in the movie He was Fight a good Club, actor. Yes. But he was an anti-vax and anti-mask. Rest which is the power. only criteria that matters now. Rest in power, Meatloaf. <laughs> you held firm to your beliefs, and now you died for your cause. And this what is the exactly only, is the cause? This is the only category that matters. But wait a second. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. If someone who's really who's like a really bad person is pro-mask and pro-vaccine, yeah. what do we do? They're still a bad person. 
No, but it seems to me that our only criteria for judging people these days is mask, mask and vaccination status. Well, I think our only like criteria if Hitler was pro mask and pro vaccine. Well, who do we say? I mean, well, I mean, it's like right. Mussolini made the trains run on time. Well, okay. Um, I think our criteria for people dying from the disease. I mean. What kind Not of, our mean, criteria if they're good people or bad people. It's like right. if you died from this and you were an anti-mask or anti-vaxxer, then you kind of got what you deserve. Well, right. Fuck around and find out. Right. But I still feel badly for, like, especially this Czech singer. Oh, my her God. Husband, the son? Her husband. And he was son. posting about how the anti-vaxxers had done it to her? Yeah. Oh, my they, God. I felt so bad for that guy. get over this. Right? That right. impacts the rest of their lives. They have to live with this. Right. He's right. gone. She's dead. There's right. nothing she can do. And they have to live with their, his mom's utter fucking stupidity. Yes. For the rest of his life. Like, yes. My mom died because she was a total idiot and went down the rabbit hole of anti-vaxxers. Like, I couldn't live with that. Well, you know what? That was the price she was willing to pay. The person from whose loins I burst was an idiot. That is just something. That's I mean, tough. That's a yeah. It's a tough, uh, tough cross to bear. <laughs> like, uh, I want you. I want you. That was a good song. Yeah. Funny as fuck. I mean, whatever. He wasn't whatever. great. He wasn't great. I was never. I mean, he was an iconic yeah. vocalist of the late nineteen seventies. Yeah, yeah. Eric Clapton, anti-vaxer. Oh, Apple, what a Van Morrison. Van Morrison, anti-vaxer. Really. I didn't know yeah. that. Oh, yeah. All these guys are like old and adult. But I, from what I'm told and from what Valerie Bertinelli's Twitter feed would suggest uh-huh. is that Eric Clapton has always been an asshole. Yes. And we don't need to just take Valerie Bertinelli's Bertinelli. word for it. Right. But when Eddie right. died, she had some choice words for Mr. Clapton. Yeah. Because he idolized Clapton and Clapton was an asshole to Eddie apparently. See, it all comes back to Van Halen. He was probably but, jealous of Eddie. Maybe. I don't know. Eric Clapton is like kind of... Okay. But that guy's Eddie kind of big. Eddie. Yeah, but Eddie's Eddie. Is Eddie too. Right, I know. Anyway. Like maybe the youngster eclipsing, eclipsing, you exactly. know, the... the well, maybe he's just right. an asshole. Right. right? That's maybe, maybe the easiest is, explanation. Yeah. Eric Clapton's an asshole. Yes. And let's just leave it at that. So okay. he's still alive for now, but he's an right. asshole. Right. Let's hope he fucks around and finds out too. <laughs> Not that I'm wishing death upon anyone. <laughs> I don't want to be offensive. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. I think that's all for this week. All right. Hey, have and a safe drive. Yes, thank you. I'm taking Jordan back to school. Is um, this his last semester? This is his last semester. Holy oh, shit. Yeah. How did that happen? Was it his bar mitzvah a couple weeks ago? So pretty much. His bar mitzvah in the snow? Yeah. That Unbelievable. Awesome. Yeah. We're, well, you know. It is what it is. It is what it is. Okay, so we're going right. to ease our way out, out of, of the show. All right, everybody. Take have a it nice easy. Week. Stay safe. safe. Namaste. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> stay masked when you're in public, please. <laughs> Later. Whether you believe it or not. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.